0: Hi guys, this is Lynn. Thank you so much for joining me today for a journey to be me. Have you ever wanted to start your own podcast? Well, sit back. We'll be right back to talk about it in just a second. Hey guys, I'm so excited to talk to two people who are very versed in podcasting. Today I have Gary and Chris. So, let's start with Gary. Gary, tell us a little bit What's about up? yourself.
1: What's up? Uh, Gary Lee, born Houston native, uh, and fell in love with podcasting probably about 6 or 7 years ago watching uh video-based podcasts from a network called Twit. Um, and that's more technology-based podcasts and okay. they span the gamut of 20 to 30 different tech podcasts so you had to really be on that nerd side of the fence to truly enjoy all the content that the network offered um and i just dislike the fact that i rarely saw someone who looked like me Mm. on their show you know and i'm like i know so many people in this houston area that are in technology that are african-american i rarely ever saw that that demographic Mm -hmm. Displayed as a professional On a show so I got with Individuals and said you know what we can build some Content and okay. uh and that's The short span of how we built the Sphere which awesome, is where we're awesome, at right now
0: Awesome! Thank you so much so Chris tell me a little bit About what you're doing about your podcast
2: Um well my name is Christopher Griggs and I'm The the host of uh, The Rogue Radio it's um It's a podcast off Anchor.fm um I just started it because i was in the YouTube space and I found it to be a bit more crowded. I'm I'm a lover of tech too, mm-hmm. and um, I really started because my girlfriend said that it was something that I should do. She gave mm-hmm. me the name of the Sea Grigs, the Rogue, and everything, and it was like you know you're always so adversarial, and you yeah. always have a story to tell. Okay. but you know um, you should just go ahead and do it. And I I started off doing that, and ultimately life led me down another path to where um, I didn't have. The, the resources to be able to put out the quality of content To be competitive in that field okay. So I found Anchor um, Along that journey And I saw that it instantly allowed you to be uh, Monetized Which uh, that was that was my my Biggest um, incentive Of getting me over into this arena And finding out that it was much less saturated mm. So it, it allowed me To just want to Just throw myself in there A, a, a lot more I guess more earnest, you know, and and, and give it my, my whole my whole go. Okay.
0: And and kinda I started out and I still do YouTube, you know, every week, wigglers Wednesdays, don't forget to check me out guys. Yes. On YouTube Lynn Delaney. Popping. <laughs> it is So I do it every week and so when someone mentioned it to me, oh, you should do a podcast, you should mm-hmm. do a podcast, I'm like, a who? A uh, what?
1: A what?
2: Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: yeah, I, I'm going to be right on that, okay? okay. And it, I, I looked at it as a natural progression from what I was already doing with YouTube, and I said, okay, well, let me just, this must be the next step, and so I got into mm-hmm. it, and that's why it I contacted is. Gary, you know, and I, I kind of made it a thing that I was doing in addition to, you know, what I do on YouTube, and now that I look back on this, it's become more of a uh, an addition, something else to add to my, kind of not not totally different, but an sure. addition to what I was already doing. So, Gary, can you tell me, as the owner of the sphere, mm. um, can you tell us exactly what podcasting mm. is so <laughs> that we can understand, so that I can st- understand at this at this juncture?
1: You know what's funny? Yeah. I When I'm having conversations with individuals about podcasting and, and for, you know, anybody who's listening right now on Spotify, they understand that the term podcast has transcended what it used to be, mm. right? Okay. It used mm-hmm. to be this thing where you would dock this old school, you know, scroll RSSG. wheel RP, uh, iPod next to an a iTunes-based computer, which was only Macintosh at the mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. and you would get these, uh, this audio content that was moved over via this cable to that device. that, And you could get it, whenever they dropped it, you just had to make sure you docked. Mm-hmm. and then this was this thing called a podcast okay. so it's just this piece of audio that where people were having conversations on mm-hmm. and I watched it grow from that to wireless connectivity to get that same content mm-hmm. to that content then moving into the video space mm-hmm. years ago that people didn't know about mm-hmm. to today where podcasting from my perspective is simply now an encapsulation piece where mm-hmm. you can put anything into it, it okay. could, whether it's a conversation like we're having mm-hmm. whether it's a, a, a video based conversation whether it's music whether it's somebody reading an audio book someone's telling a story podcasting has transformed to be anything and it's more so about getting content on demand right getting content when you want it it's that dvr in your pocket Okay right. Right. And that's okay. how I, I try to explain To individuals Now it's It, it could be Whatever you want
0: Okay So it, 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 it's video It's audio Music I mean well, I guess audio still be. music yeah, um, It's pretty much Like you said Content on demand mm-hmm. um, So So tell me um, I, when I, when I, when I asked you guys both here, I really wanted to know the differences between what Chris does as an independent and what you do as the owner of a podcast studio. So sure. Chris, um, can you tell me a, a little bit more about your podcast? like I know you've mentioned that your girlfriend kind of kind of got you into it, but tell me a little bit more about what you do and how long you've been doing it?
2: Well, I mean, um, initially, before this, I, I started off, at I was 16, and I used to work at, at McDonald's. Okay. And I was working the drive through and I remember quite often people would say, hey, man, you know, you had a, a, voice, for radio. a voice for radio. It even transcended on to when I worked at Buffalo Wild Wings. I okay. had some people who even tried to help me there with uh, voiceover work and things of that nature. So mm-hmm. there was always this thing about the dynamics behind my voice that I always recognized that people paid attention to. Okay. And once I got into the service industry, there came this whole Samuel Jackson thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you you're, got the tone, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you hear it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I, I, sometimes I don't even hear it, But when I get on a roll, I'm like, I can see where people can, uh, can get that from. And so coming from the church and stuff like that growing up, my mom and my brother were singers. I wasn't. I was the one that rapped and stuff like okay. that in church. So um, I didn't really have that kind of a voice. I was really kind of shy about it. And so after hearing all this for so long, I just said, well, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just gonna well No, you don't have yeah. to. Um, so Listen, um, it's yeah, cool. Go ahead. Keep it hey, rolling. I'm right. just gonna I'm just gonna do me, man. <laughs> yeah. And so that's and that's what it was. It was just like, man, after after a while, I just said, hey, I gotta go ahead and just give it a shot. And I guess that's the whole independent thing, and that's how the rogue thing works, is, you know, um, I'm taking all the unnecessary steps of of going down this independent route to get to where mm-hmm. the sphere is because, okay. you know, that's why I ultimately uh, aspire to be is to be, you know, someone who owns, you know, a multimedia um, uh, independently owned market, you know, down here in the Houston area because it's, you know, it's a, it's a popping, it's a popping city. It's full of minorities and it's ripe for for this type of, of this type of talk, and I think that these type of discussions need to be need to be had mm-hmm. on a broader scale than I what agree. we've normally we've normally had, especially in the minority community.
0: Especially in our community. And when I when I started this, and when people suggested, hey, you know, you should you should get into podcasting because mm-hmm. you have this thing about you, you should you should do it. And I'm like, okay. And I looked into it, and I started looking up equipment costs, mm-hmm. and camera costs, mm-hmm. and lighting no. costs, yeah. and costs, cost, costs. Cost. Come on! Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh. Um, Uh, who gonna be able to do this? You you know I know. what? Okay. So I said, and a friend of mine recommended me to Gary and Gary and I I came in, you know, we talked about it, and it just fit me. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not saying I won't ever be independent. I may, but at this particular stage in my life, if I had to wait to buy all this equipment, Mm -hmm. baby, the podcast would be two, three years down the line. So, um, Gary, can you Further explain why someone like myself would want to come to a place like the Sphere.
1: You know what? what's great about just you being here at I, the Sphere? I, I, I'll be here. 10 I, I mean, me being here. come on. It, come on. It, what you said earlier, which was you're growing, it's adding something to your repertoire. Okay. You're adding to your skill set to make you more profitable in some way, shape, form, or fashion, whether it's a short term transition or plan, or whether it's a long-term transition. So I talk to any podcaster. Um, I built this place for us, for people to be able to get their dreams out, to be able to get their content out, for people to be able to, to not have to become experts at post-production, yes. picking equipment, yes. understanding how to curate or run a show, uh, having space to bring in guests and not mm-hmm. want to have them in their home. Mm-hmm. Basically, everything someone needs to transition from just doing this as a hobby to say mm-hmm. you know I've got enough of material in a portfolio that I could pitch this to a CBS okay. to a Netflix mm-hmm. to Absolutely. somebody else okay. because I believe in me mm-hmm. and we, we're simply providing a vehicle to do so we're, we're helping people get their dreams
0: and, and it has been an excellent vehicle for me because you know like, like I said if I had to wait on the equipment when mm-hmm. I'd be able to finance it it would be down the line and like I said I need to add it just seemed like natural progression to me sure. but now it's not so much like I said before not a progression but kind of something that I'm adding to it, mm-hmm. you know, to my resume, if you would have it, oh, yeah. um, of things that I'm able to do now. Um, this place has been very uh, convenient for me in terms of scheduling, um, and, and allow allowed me to put my message out to an even broader audience that may not have had a chance to, you know, experience it before. Sure. So um, I want to switch gears a little bit, Chris.
2: Yeah it is
0: Tell me how do you build an audience podcasting? Because my little twenty-four views, boo, I need <laughs> to get it <laughs> well, I mean, you know, listen or whatever you call it. How well, I need an audience. Well, Where y'all at? I'm
2: I'm not very much. Um, I've been doing this since October. Okay. And Longer than me. A, as it stands right now, I get around about twenty six to twenty eight listens per episode. Which I mean, that's that's fine for me right now I'm because I'm so strong um, too. <laughs> well, a, a lot of my audience comes from the fact that people have followed me from through all of my, my business ventures, from, from okay. me being uh, working at the Houston Post to whatever, you know, back when I was nine, on up to me growing up now to uh, my, my food truck and stuff like that. So a lot of oh, this is just truck. an extension of my overall brand. So it leaked over from Facebook and stuff like that, and I started um, a, a company – Back in 2018, that was more based around social media, but I needed, I needed a face for the brand. Mm-hmm. So I, I, this the rogue became the face for the brand, and so I'm using that as, as how I build my audience because it has to be totally independent of, of Greek eats for a certain fa- personal reasons and things mm-hmm. of that nature. Um, but it's I've started doing it basically by. Um, by talking to people at my tables, um, talking to people on the street, anybody that'll listen, you know, I, I'll, I'll hey, you know, check out my podcast. Okay. Um, even if it, it gets down to the point of having to um, do Facebook ads and stuff like that, I'll do that as well. You know, um, right now I'm just, I'm, I'm working on trying to make it as organic as possible before I work in it. Work in the whole advertising. Advertising
0: already. and and organic growth I, is, is just as important, I guess, as being able to put money behind marketing your channel. Um, mm-hmm. So, tell me, Gary, mm-hmm. from a, a, a owner of a podcast studio's perspective, yeah. um, how does one build an audience podcast? I know you and I have had a conversation yeah. about this yeah, before. We have.
1: You know, I stick to my guns on these three things. Right, first and foremost is consistency. Okay. Podcasters who are consistent, you mm-hmm. know, and I could start shouting out podcasts here in Houston um, where people are at episode one hundred and fifty, one hundred and eighty, wow. crossing a hundred consistency. Every I was on the phone with a podcaster earlier. She told me she records five to six shows a month, and sometimes she may do it all in one week. Okay, and then allow them to be scheduled over time. Mm-hmm. Okay, and she's got enough content through August that hadn't dropped yet. Wow. So weekly dropping new content so consistency is the key Mm -hmm. the next piece of that is your interviews right right? having the and i want to say the right people but if you're speaking to your avatar right and for those that are watching us on youtube if you're talking to that avatar we want to always ensure that we're giving that avatar the professional in the room Okay. Okay. making sure you got the right people sitting in that chair next to you sitting at that coffee table next to you sitting Mm -hmm. on location next to you okay and that person's given the business and last but not least one thing that you cannot not do is market there's no reason why every Absolutely. friend on your Absolutely. timeline mm-hmm. doesn't know that you have a show you re- they, okay. they you sh- right. it, I mean, and I'm not saying drown them every day there's a strategic way to deliver content mm-hmm. and make it fun and enjoyable okay. and at the same time get you know your call to actions telling people to hey you got to subscribe hey make sure you tune into this latest episode hey I talked about X, y and Z there are ways to do it but you got to market that content right every day there should be something that's having conversations with people and then there's some (laughs) tie-in back to what you've created, what you've produced. Okay. Those three things, they bring they bring viewership. When I look at the network as a whole, before yesterday, okay. and that's before we just added all the new shows and welcome again to the network, um, <laughs> Hey, right. we, we crossed roughly about 50,000 views or subscribers per month, okay. right? And we're still growing. And, okay. and and I feel like we're still at our infancy. My thing is to get us to 100,000 a month. Right. And then from there, we're talking a million a month. Now, uh-huh. I can have bigger conversations why? Because people are subscribed. People are or paying Absolutely. attention okay. and opportunities for the podcasters just start to rise up, but it takes those three consistent things.
0: Okay, and I I I, I hear you when you talk so talk about consistency because mm-hmm. when I started my YouTube channel, I just started because like I said, I was I was hurt healing up a difficult breakup. Come
1: on, it happens, Ooh, child. Lord. Let me and touch you. Let me touching you the grief. touch
2: you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was healing. I'm still healing. You know who you are, boo. um <laughs> so I yeah. and I just got in front of that camera, and I just started talking. And Come then on. the next week, people were like, "Well, what happened? You're not good
2: this week. Come
0: on. The next week, what we about this week?" Mm-hmm. And so it became a thing. And so when when I decided to move from inside of my car right. <laughs> to, to to Facebook. I, I told myself that I was going to be consistent. Yeah. So that means if I have to sit on a record five wigless Wednesdays in a row to be able to have them every week, come on. I do it. Right. And if when I if I have to come here and see you guys at the spear three times, you know, in a week to get that content out for Saturday, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, and right. so um it it, it is a, a really bit of a sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Um so Gwen, again, come on, tell us a little bit about monetization because I this, this is getting a little bit expensive. So, I need some hey, sponsors. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey it's but important.
1: So, um, when we're looking at monetization, I always want to make sure that we're we're definitely looking at the standard advertising model, right? Mm -hmm. So we're talking about pre-rolls and mid-rolls. We're Mm -hmm. talking about cost per meal. We're talking about that cost per thousand. So for Mm -hmm. every thousand subscribers, the average charge is $15 for a Mm -hmm. pre-roll, $25 for a mid-roll. And you got to look at the length of your show to decide how many advertising breaks you want to insert. You want to insert too many until your show just feels like a a talking ad. Mm -hmm. But you want to have... The right amount that way your your audience understands, and your advertisers don't feel inundated as if they're battling with other advertisers.
0: Okay, so I want to stop you for a second. Sure. What you started off saying it sounded just like uh, Chinese. Okay. You Mm -hmm. said uh, the
1: cost per meal CPM. It's a model that is basically you associate a dollar amount per 1,000 subscribers. Okay. So let's say you have 1,000 subscribers on your show. okay. And your show is 30 minutes long, and let's say you got two ads. Mm-hmm. That ad would make 1,000 or one for cost per meal, so cost right. per thousand, mm-hmm. One times, if it's a pre-roll, $15, if it's a mid-roll, $25. So let's say you do both of those for one advertiser. Nestle, for mm-hmm. instance, mm-hmm. they wanna advertise. Mm-hmm. It would be 40 times that one. Not one thousand, but one, okay. because it's cost per thousand. Okay. So forty times one. So that ad spot would be worth forty dollars. Mm-hmm. Okay. Does so, that make sense?
0: Okay, it makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. But what makes someone like Nestle or mm-hmm. you know Hershey or whoever any of the chocolate manufacturers? Mm-hmm. I like chocolate. Come on. Uh, <laughs> um, Come on. What make them want to advertise? Why, why me?
1: Why, let me tell you why. So okay. let's say you really did like chocolate. Let's okay. say your podcast. Like but but let's say your podcast was. Uh-huh, no pun intended. <laughs> <say> <laughs> it. it was the chocolate factor. Okay. Right. <laughs> chocolate <laughs> and banana clip okay. or something yeah. like yeah. that. Okay. Um, and you're reviewing different types of chocolate from all around the world. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, who's your avatar? Your avatar is the person who's receiving this content mm-hmm. is someone who loves chocolate okay. just like you. Okay. So as Nestle, if I'm on their content and, and branding team, I'm like, I need to get... I need to reach these viewers that are associated to these podcasts. Right. Let me tap the chocolate factory okay. and I notice that they've got ten thousand subscribers a month. Uh-huh. Let me get a, a, a pre roll and a mid roll. For a couple of months on their show okay. because they're speaking to my potential customer mm-hmm. every month and guess what because you've got those ten thousand, i know that they know you they trust you and they like you okay right so now they're going to do business based on your recommendations you're the expert in their room mm-hmm. okay. okay so that's why that particular advertiser is going to talk to the chocolate factory because the chocolate factory has a direct connection to those potential customers
0: so for someone like myself or for someone like gary what is the next step? Is it to continue to build quality content? Always. You know, uh, what is the next step in terms of trying to monetize what it is yeah. that we do? And,
1: and that's just one aspect of it. But the, it goes back to growing your audience, right? Okay. Um, and with those things of being consistent, of having proper interviews, um, of marketing your stuff, at the same time, you've got to curate great content. Mm-hmm. You can't just have a conversation to have a conversation. Right. And, I think that, that, and that's okay because at, at some point, we're, we're self-healing. We're giving uh, right. of ourselves, right? right? So we want to have conversations that that kind of aid us personally. And at the same time, if you built a show that's strategic for somebody, right. you've got to sow into them. And okay. if I'm constantly building content that sows into an individual, guess what? My show is going to grow as long as I'm also doing my other things. Now there's value. Okay. Now I've been consistent with great value, great interviews, okay. great marketing, value.
0: So basically, pretty much do what we've been doing. Come on, mm-hmm. and be consistent. And we
2: got this. right. Okay. keep no, it pushing. Okay. Um, if I could, if I could just say, um, Wigless Wednesdays. Yeah. Wigless Wednesdays is something that is not particularly marketed to the male audience, you know, as you would think. But <laughs> Unless um, these are not real dress. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that, there's that thing that's going nowadays, yeah. you know. Yeah. But yeah. But, but still on, though. Yeah. Um, once you get behind um your Wigless wednesday's content you always have something that's relationship or lifestyle lifestyle right oriented. right right and a lot of that has spoken has rung true to me personally and um i just posted on my podcast um, um, um an answer to um, your ignorance is bliss uh, Wiggles wednesday because there we're having these conversations having all conversation. the time right you know and now it's just we have a platform to be able to to get these things out and and, and people people want to know What's the other side of? Or what happens when you go through that significant other's phone? You know, or uh, you know, I yeah, mean, because
0: I talked about it, y'all didn't catch that. One. Well, hey, <laughs> I, I,
2: I gave you what happens to the other yeah, side of that, yeah. man. Yeah, you know, yeah. so check out this last episode I definitely that I posted. Will, I definitely will. You know, it, it 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 gets deep, man. It gets four or five months deep, but those things you 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 would never know that you would find a fan from somebody who's balding but still ain't wearing no wig right you know right, right, but right. it's this it's your content you provide value to me in that aspect
0: well i appreciate you and you listen to, to a little bit what i do on youtube um and like i said it started off as a wigless thing but i, I what you wearing I, today I, I, this is ta- this is ta- Tatiana. no this Tatoo. is tattoo oh okay
1: well all right
2: yeah
0: um but i i it started off as okay well my, my wig is off i'm giving y'all the real me mm-hmm. you know the the authentic real gritty me Absolutely. no wig mm-hmm. okay I'm, I'm gonna be real with you so yeah it started off as a review and a wig type thing but it turned into hey I'm giving you the real me, and this is my real thoughts on this particular topic, right. my real thoughts on this perspective or whatever, my perspective on it. So that's how it kind of turned into So A lot of people might be like, oh, she just talking about a wig. Mm. But if you keep watching, mm-hmm. I always talk about something that is of up, up some value to somebody. Sure. You know, Um. so, Chris, you talk about the Rogue, and I'm so glad that you have responded to some of my things I've done on YouTube. I'm going to have to definitely yeah. listen. Right. Uh. Can you tell me what are your goals for the Rogue Radio from now and beyond?
2: Well, I mean— um my one-year goal is uh, one year from now. I want to be at around about. Um, I, I, I'm ambitious. So I, I say at a thousand listeners, at a subscriber listener. Let's say ten thousand. Um, Come on. Right. We can Let's put, a, we, can put we can put we can put a zero that. behind yes. that. Come on. But that. the thing that I'm, I'm big about is momentum. Mm-hmm. And once you once you put some action a- into place, you'll find that the momentum will start pushing and propelling you quicker than you you're you're even ready for sometimes so I'm just out there and I'm pushing things out there and hoping that it'll all start to congeal and start to get moving into the same direction that I feel like the momentum is going um so we'll all be congruent um I, I want a thousand list listeners. Thousand. ten thousand, ten thousand. <laughs> in, 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 in the next year. In the next um, year, but I, I have some things that are in play for that. Um, like uh, I have like a guerrilla marketing thing that I'm I'm gonna try staying off a of west timer and my my window faces west timer so i thought about putting an led ticker out there to just you know actively, why not you know just say hey man this is how many subscribed listeners and because this is an organic thing i'm i'm doing this all me all the time you know from from my job to to my home you know so i'm trying to look to find uh, all kinds of different creative ways to mm-hmm. extend my brand and and hopes that you know at you throw enough darts at the board bored one time you get a bullseye. No, and you on. would.
0: And I, when I started, like I said, I didn't have all these step and repeats and logos. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. you know, when I first You're started, doing it now. I mean, I, I but I, I knew that I wanted to put a professional face on what come it on. was I was doing come so on. that when I started my YouTube, you didn't see me in a, in a dark room, Mm-mm. you know, with bad lighting and, you know, uh, bad sound. I, I wanted to put my best foot forward. And that's another reason why I chose to come to a place like the Sphere because I wanted to put a professional face on what I was doing. Right. So I feel like that's enough bullshit out there. Right, ready, right. So why do I want to control Tribute to that yeah um so gary mm-hmm. what what do you see this year, mm-hmm. and what advice do you have Whew. for upcoming podcasts?
1: child look hold on <laughs> yo so it, you know what's what's interesting It's it's been a very a very conducive pivot okay. right um and i'll start this in the library of my home oh wow you know six shows off rip off jump i'm sitting in mike's seat working day in day out you know every night curating content recording content um and that transition into 13 you know i got 40 people coming to my house every week some Mm. people i don't know with guests tearing up my carpet yeah and and being uncomfortable in that environment Mm -hmm. when people wanted me to help them get their shows launched and i'm like i don't have the time it's just me i can't i can't do this right i don't have the bandwidth okay and then having to build this place i originally built it because i needed space so that other people could do the things that they need to do right and now and that's when the network was closed and now opening the network saying you know what we can support podcasters anywhere in the world we can help them we can be uh the liaison with studios and help them, you know, help have conversations with radio people and other people to create content, mm-hmm. you know, help them build their own home studios or professional right, studios. Right, right, right. Being all these different things, it's it's just broadened my horizon. So now the this is what we would call phase two okay. phase three of this is to actually drop the word podcast off of it and just become sphere studios okay and build brick and mortar going into late 2020 early 2021 okay i, know. Okay. I and see it i see we're it. gonna take what we're in right now okay. and multiply roughly by about 20 and okay. then build our first hangar. okay so we could do full feature production okay. nice. so okay. now starting to buy acreages and build out very similar what tyler perry has okay. over in atlanta okay. his studio so that we can have a place here in houston right. to create content not just podcasts but create a talk show create a full feature film create music videos yes. everything that you Absolutely. need because we're surrounded by creatives with no place to create no place to create and mm-hmm. that's no why i built the sphere
0: and the sphere was like i said it was invaluable to me it has been because it allowed me to broaden what i was doing already mm-hmm. um and, and so i appreciate that opportunity because it, it allowed me to step into an arena that I didn't, didn't even really know existed. Yeah. You know, didn't even really know what the hell a podcast was, you know. <laughs> and so now, uh, where I see myself, my goal is to continue to grow my audience, to continue to build my brand. I have a couple of businesses that I plan to start here shortly. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how long I'm going to be doing my nine to five. And come on. You know, I need some sponsors. Yeah. Hey, come on. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> come on through sponsors. On, um, yeah. And so... I appreciate the opportunity of talking to you and also appreciate Chris because you've given me a different perspective. You know, um, I know that I would not have been able to do what you've done on my own. So I appreciate you guys coming to talk to me today. Um, Absolutely. So, Chris, can you tell us a little bit more about where people can find you so we can listen
2: to The Rogue? Um, you can find me on anchor.fm, um, The Rogue Radio. Uh, you can also find me on Christopher Griggs at Facebook or C. Griggs underscore two on Twitter. You can also see underscore Griggs underscore the Rogue underscore blah, 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 that thing on uh, Instagram, (laughs) you know, all of them underscores. So you put an underscore in between all of that. And, um, yeah, you can find me on Instagram there as well. And um, other than that, I I don't really do too much on on social media. I'm trying trying to keep things focused on that for right now because those spaces are, are already murky enough, man. It's very murky
0: uh, and I know people are tired of me because honey, I post and post right. and post. You got to though. Okay. You to, though. I know they're tired of me, but hey, you know what? Uh, either you're going to follow me or not. Come on. Um, okay, Ooh, come Gary, on. tell everyone where they can find you and if they want more information about The Sphere, how of they course. can come on down.
1: Yeah, definitely. Anywhere online, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, at The Sphere TV. Um, that's at The Sphere TV. Uh, if you got any questions about what we do directly, shoot us an email, podcasting, At the Sphere... Dot TV or hit us across uh, any social media platform with at the Sphere TV use the coveted hashtag start podcasting and we'll definitely get back with you um, or you can go directly to the website for the new people if you just want to start podcasting sphere.tv TV forward slash start real simple
0: okay well I'm going to declare that Chris will have these 10,000 come listeners. on 10,000 let's okay, go ahead his speaking into this I'm going to declare that you will have your acreage Hallelujah. and you will have your your production studios come on, is on its way brick and mortar and I'm going mm-hmm. to declare that i will earn this one million dollars yes. and i will continue to build Speak my subscribers back. i'm right. already knocking on 700 so we're on our there way you on go. youtube Speak okay back. um so guys there you have it uh then inform- i hope the information i presented today or that we presented today has been at least a little bit helpful to you um it, as usual if you want to find me you can find me on youtube linda laney are uh, also on all social media platforms it's journey to be me Thank you, Chris, and thank you, Gary, Absolutely. so much Most for welcome. spending a little time with me today. And, again, Wiggles Wednesdays is still a thing on Wednesdays in the podcast. For Journey to Be Me is on Saturdays. So, again, I want to tell you, as I always tell you, be better today than you were yesterday and be better tomorrow than you were today.
2: I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.